Rashad Radio. Hey, this is, I guess we're going to call this a rapper-producer podcast. I got a lot of different shows on Rashad Radio. My man, Sean Burns, is missing in this one today. So filling in for him today is a guest I'm so happy to have with me is my man, Andy, a.k.a. A.R. Booth. There's no more Booth Man, though, right? Was it, no, was it, I, I'm I'm always Booth Man, but it's it's not officially Booth Man. What's going on, Rashad? What's going on, man? This is a this is, you know, you have a big part of Rashad Radio, whether you know it or not, dude. Yeah. Like hell yeah, man! Because I spoke to you on my when I was getting ready to make this shit, and uh, I didn't know you. We don't we don't know each other still. We're getting to know each other for everybody listening. Y'all make sure y'all follow my brother A R Booth. This is who we got on the show today, but. This is a, we met through a very strong bond, in my opinion. And for all the people out there that know about staying fresh and staying on top of their things, the, the, the camaraderie that you have with your barber can be, you know, something special. It could be some fluke if you're one of those people that just goes anywhere. But apparently me and him, I don't think we are that way because Big Jimmy, shout out Big Jimmy, he put me on. He said, yo, man, you got to meet my man. He makes music. And so ever since then you've been on you know my radar we met and then you gave me a little bit of advice that kind of put a battery in my back bro so Rashad Radio thanks you man absolutely and yeah shout out to Jimmy the Barber Big Boy Cuts the, the best in the business oh, yeah. um, little, little uh, coincidence I don't know if you know this you know you just became a father this year right I, I do yeah it's, it's wonderful news and his baby girl, that beautiful baby girl, was born on the exact same day that my son was born on. Wow. I think I saw that. I did yeah, see that. I this saw shit that. Is yeah. Cool, man. That's so, incredible. It's, I like stuff like that, man. I'm a big dork and nerd when it comes to like numerical coincidences. So speaking of numerical coincidences, um, you know, my birthday is nine nine eighty one. So nine times nine equals eighty one. And I originally wanted to release the project Bashful Rhino on 9919 um, as sort of like a throwback to 9999, wow. which was when I turned 18 and which was a momentous moment in my life. And I was like, okay, so a decade later, I'm dropping this, not even a decade, 20 years later, I'm dropping this, this project, but we weren't ready. You know, it's, it's, it takes a lot of work to put this out. So, um, Anyways, I mean, you beat me to it, dude. Hey, I can't even be more boosted right now because uh, I actually have a really good friend born on 9-9. One of my aunts is born on 9-9, and I'm 11-11. So, you know what I'm saying? I like it. Today is 10-10, bro. So, we're talking some 9-9-10-10-11-11. You know what I mean? So, I love shit like that, man. What's up, Virgo Nation in the building? Fatima, my baby, is a Virgo. So, my lovely lady, my better half, she'll love to know that you are a Virgo because she was feeling the music last night. I let her hear the joint, dog. Nice. She was feeling uh, water for sure. Yeah, water is uh, water's Jannard's favorite track off the album. Um, water's a special track for sure. They, uh, you know, I don't even know how to do this um, because I'm excited. I just want to talk to you about everything. I'm definitely going to talk to you about this tape. Um, 
So I guess, can I just go in with my questions first or do you have something you would like to say? How do you, how would you like to do it as far as? Yeah, let's just go in, start with the questions and we'll just, we'll just volley back and forth. So I heard that you 81 baby, just like me. Yeah. 81. So we have the same makeup, dude. I, I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, but I grew up out here like from five years up, five years old and up. Were you born in the area? I was born at Holy Cross Hospital in Silver Spring, Maryland. Holy shit, that's where my son was born. Shout out Holy Cross. Yeah. Um, I think that's where Jimmy's daughter was born too, but I'm not sure yeah. about that. Um, okay, so we both 81's babies. Um, one thing I definitely noticed about this album, dude, was 10 tracks, right? Mm -hmm. Which I liked because I feel like there has to be some type of similar... Um, appreciation within you for Nas's Illmatic, right? Right. And that's, when I think of a 10-track album, I don't know if there's any other one besides that one that I know for sure was 10 tracks. I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it was just 10 tracks, and it was so fucking good. Um, and I like how your joint is 10 tracks and so fucking good. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Like. Yeah, I, I believe in I believe in brevity. I believe in being concise, and so, um, you know, and the, the the original vision was eleven tracks, but some of the uh, you know we had to um, adjust because of the the circumstances of of COVID, and we right. couldn't record a couple tracks. Some of the tracks got recorded a little bit Frankenstein version, um, but uh, in the end, you know, we were we were thinking about. How how can I record from from home? Because we're Janar and I have both been very cautious with this. You know what I mean? We both have family members that are high risk, and so we're not fucking around with being in the studio. But like, how can we do this? You know, remotely. And then one day, I just I looked at the track list of what was recorded, and I was like, the album is done. We've got we already have it all. This is it. Let's just focus on these ten tracks, get them mastered how we want them, and that's it. Oh, that works out, man. Because two things as a connoisseur of this art i don't like super long albums i really don't like i if i see that your joint has like 16 or more tracks i'm hoping that there's like skits that's making it that way a little bit right um hey i looked online today at the new the new big sean which i haven't listened to yet and i saw that it was like an hour and 20 minutes or something like 25 yeah. tracks and i was like you know i love sean but that's that's obscene to have an album that long. It's crazy. It's too long. It's too long, and it's it's easy for songs to get lost in the mix when they're that long. Um, it was a good project for what it's worth. I was just talking about that on my last uh, uh, podcast today, but um, too long. Yeah, too long. And then you know when Nas dropped, uh, what did he drop? Nasir, not too long ago. I think it had like eight songs on it. Mm -hmm. eh, the project overall just wasn't the best one of his, but. It didn't feel too short to me. It, it felt about, you know, I was, I was okay with that. As long, it, if it was doper, it would have been better, but. You know what album to me blew my mind and inspired me on, on sort of the, the length and a little bit of the tone of, of Bashful Rhino was 444. 444. And, you know, Jay's always been one of my favorites and the production on that handled by a single producer was all no idea heavy bass, heavy soulful samples. And it was about a half hour and it was about 10 songs. And I don't know if it was, if it was 10 or 11, but it was a short album and 
you know, masterfully produced and very open and honest and vulnerable. And it was when I had started recording, as when I was starting to write the album for Bashful Vinyl. And, you know, Hove drops 444 and it was like, yep, this is, yep, I, I like this. I did like that one too. I did like too. that one too. Yeah, 444 was dope, bro. Um, 50 tried to talk shit because 50 always talks shit. Uh, I got I love I, I love the the antagonists in hip hop though. But as far as the brevity of the album that you came up with, um, I love that. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I was looking for it. Did you do this on purpose? Because I'm pretty sure after Senseless, the next song you said something about you're not senseless, right? Like there was some type of order in the operation where I was like, wait a minute, he just referenced, right? The order is very specific, yeah. Yeah, I was like, he referenced the last track in this and track I referenced, right here. I referenced water in Up and Down. Exactly. The beginning so, of Up and Down, that water tastes good, got me feeling good. But did you do it through the whole tape? That's what I was trying to ask you. Did, is it is Mushrooms that I missed something? So, no. So, um, the specific, the way, the, the structure of the album is that there's the intro and there's the outro. They're both, you know, there's the opening and the closing. And then tracks, track two is Senseless. Senseless goes right into Water. Um, water references Senseless. And then Water is sort of an uplifting track. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling serene. And then I go into Up and Down. Up and Down references Water. Up and Down is a journey of sort of feeling good, but then also feeling like shit, feeling crazy. And then at the end, I'm saying, you know, go down, down, and then the, the vocals get screwed, and then that goes into the descent, where I've fully gone into the depths. Yes. And then the descent, it sort of marks the halfway point of the album. And then track six is a little bit more, track six, seven, and eight are a bit of a couplet, because those are the songs that are a little biographical. Like my verse on the graph joint, I talk about, you know, my history. And then 704, of course, is essentially the life story. 80s baby talks about growing up in the DMV in the 80s, coming of age in the 90s. And then um, Mushrooms kind of parallels, because Mushrooms is second to last, is a little bit like senseless. Those are the two tracks that are like real, like heavy shit talking, just spitfire kind of tracks. And it's hard for me to pick one, man. I know we talked off record and I told you I love Mushrooms, right? Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go with that one. That is probably my favorite track on it. But I love Senseless. I love the whole thing, but I love bigger, like, louder songs. So I'll definitely pick, <coughs> excuse me, I have asthma. <clears throat> it's kicking up right now. But uh, I would definitely pick songs like Senseless and uh, 80s Babies and Mushrooms over the water and the um, the softer sounding ones, even though they're dope, you know. Yeah. But m my preference is definitely Mushrooms and the cinema, man. With the joint with Graf, bro, like... Like, it's crazy. It is so crazy. Like when I, I I did a podcast mix for it, and I was like kind of impromptu. A lot of times I do them impromptu too. And I think your verse is longer than sixteen bars, bro. Oh yeah, it's, it's right. A yeah, yeah, I'm about to say like I was in that joint, like getting ready to intercept and like talk on the joint, and I was like, oh wait, this Bama is still spitting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I wanted to get Grass, one of my favorite rappers of all time. Shout out to Graf. I love Graf. Um, he's he's around our age. He's he's a stand-up guy. He's brilliant. Um, but like, 
getting a verse from Graf, I definitely risk having Graf body me on my own shit. And at the end of the day, it's like that that did not happen. You know what I mean? So I feel good about that. No, and I mean, we have to talk some more off record about how that stuff goes down because that was pretty good combination too, y'all. I'm so naive, even at this age, dude, that I always think sometimes when records are made that people know each other. I, I don't know why. I just feel like, because I feel like you have, do you have some type of New York connection in your family? I do have, I have New York connections. Why <laughs> I went to college in New York, so I went, I was there for a couple of years. And I don't really have a, I don't, I don't know rap personally, but like, I've met him, you know what I mean? And um, I, it was at a show, you know, and he was just like posted up with his crew and I just approached him. I was talking, you know, as a fan and he was cool as shit. And, um, you know, he engages with, with, people on social media so I, I specifically want to grab not only because he's like one of the just most skilled rappers I've ever heard ever but also because like I like him personally you know? that's awesome man and you know it was surprising to me because I don't know Sway Geographic well she would tell me about that gentleman as well but definitely recognized Graf's name and I was like hold up man let me find out Booth kicking it with Graf out in NY or something like you done smoke Graf's crack and shit like what's <laughs> going on dog <laughs> yeah this shit is a fire track once again y'all you're listening to the rapper producer podcast on Rashad Radio got my man Booth man aka AR Booth in the building and his new project Rhino beautiful Rhino I mean bashful Rhino I'm saying too bashful much Rhino. bashful Rhino young it's What's the? How about that? Can we can we have an explanation of that name? What's up with that? Is that like an yeah, I mean, type of thing? The name, it's is there's a lot of layers to it. It does, um, at, in the, in the simplest form, the essence of the title refers to the duality of, of human nature. And you know, me, I'm an introvert. I'm a shy person. I'm bashful. I'm inherently a bashful human being. But the rhinoceros, I charge. I'm vicious. I'm like. Teflon skin, you know what I mean? And so I'm a killer, right? And so it's like, I kill them all and I do it softly. I'm a bashful rhino. It's kind of like right. the idea of, you know, you don't see me coming. You, you just don't see me coming. And and a shy boy was a helpless rhino. And so it's like, it's, it's sort of that <laughs> duality of being shy, but also being, um, you know, a, a vicious beast. I'm impressed, dude. I didn't know that this was what was coming when you were telling me you were working on stuff in the background. You were like, yeah, dude. You told me, like, my man, Gennaro, if you don't give me a beat that doesn't give me chills, I don't want it. And I was like, I remember that. And yeah. like that stuck with me while I was making beats because, like, this beat's not making me chills. It's definitely not going to give him chills. But I appreciate that you had a high standard for the beats and the production was so... Um, perfectly blended I, the engineering is you know that's one thing but what i'm saying is as far as like it not all having the same sound of boom bap or like you, when you get into the up and down part of the tape it's when you really to me that's when it starts if you're a hip-hop connoisseur you have to really start listening to this thing and be like yo this is a real deal intimate project that you know what i mean like if you didn't make another one ever again this is definitely a classic uh i don't yeah. know if you it's just good music, bro. Yeah, I mean, we spent years putting it together, and and an important, um, a hugely important piece of it was was beat selection. And the some of the like 
Senseless, what's, what's crazy about Senseless is there's two beats put together. The first half of Senseless, that was an instrumental called Stadium Shit that Gennard made like 10 years ago. That we, it was just so hard, but we never knew what to do with it. It, it felt like Stadium, like dang, dang. Like you just picture some, you picture like Jay-Z in a, in a Watch the Throne kind of like. Yes, that's the, 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 definitely what it felt like. But then, you know, we did it, and then I heard this other sample the, from a fucking German psychedelic band from the 70s. And I was like, no, we got to sample this. And then I had this idea to just jam the two instrumentals together. And I mean, it is, it's like, it makes sense, but that's a senseless ass thing to do, to just Dude. put that fucking ridiculous beat on the ass end of senseless. Wait till y'all hear this track that he's talking about, y'all. I might have yeah. to. Yo, so the way the like drink a, goes. There's like a 10 year age difference between those two beats. What the fuck? Yeah. So that's just, you know, and I appreciate that, man. And like, again, like I said, since I already knew where you were coming from, where I was meeting you from, I didn't have any doubt in my mind that you were going to have quality product. You know what I'm saying? Because Jimmy is the best barber in the area. Number one, in my opinion, in the DMV. And he don't really stand by no booth quality anything like any because he meets a lot of people and i'd like to think that you know i don't even know how much he listens to your stuff to be honest with you we're gonna put the pressure on him right but we're gonna be i know he respects you and i, I was like all right let me go ahead and see what this man's talking about first thing i heard was the soundcloud joints and i was like okay if you even go back we can go through i can do it right here on the uh spotify i made a a, a, a booth man mix back in the day that was like two years old when i first started making rashad radio but yeah, I'm, I really appreciate the fact that there's no gimmicks in this joint, man. None at all. None. None. This is this is all straight from the heart, man. <laughs> this is this is biographical. This is this is my story. It's true. Everything is true. You know what I mean? And um, there's no fronting. There's no bullshitting. There's no angle. I'm not trying to sell myself. I'm not trying to. This is my government. I'm going by my own name. You know what yeah. I mean? This isn't an alias. And so. There's something to that. I respect that too, though. You know, it's cool that there's little Uzi Verts out here and there's um, Benny the Butchers and nice fancy names. Um, but I've always liked that there's like J. Cole's and Kendrick Lamar's and Rashad Sadiq's. My name is. And um, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm trying to say? But yeah. But at times. I did wonder when I was younger and I was flirting with the mic, man, maybe I should like come up with a real catchier name or something, but I don't know. I really, I like my name and your name sounds dope too. You made it sound like a, a gat, you know what I mean? That joint sounds like a weapon, bro. Like, <laughs> like I'm the AR the booth. You about to wet that joint up. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's, it's like, it's a, it's a happy coincidence. Works out yeah. for real because yeah. <clears throat> you're not even, um, what was the word I was looking for? patronizing the game one of the lines i liked the most and it was uh i think it's on pieces mm -hmm. when you were like can i even be a rapper without being a thieving cracker i'm like wow this guy <laughs> yeah this guy, that's why? a good question you can brother you know you can you yeah. can be anything you want to be in this world and you know those things will exist sure somebody will call you that somebody will be like but if anything, you and I both have to know by now, we can't even worry about all those kinds of people. It's all about those that celebrate us and give us that positive energy back that we were trying to, you know, start in the first place. Yeah! Absolutely, man. And I, I appreciate you saying that. And I, I do think 
I mean, at least, at least for me personally, for me at this, in this era, this moment, I want people to listen to the record, enjoy the record. I do not want to like make money off the record. And even before, I mean, one of the lines in, in Mushrooms was, I'd rather people get chills than me get a couple dollar bills. It's like, you know what I mean? It's, um, it's definitely not about the money and, and, and trying to turn this into a capitalist venture. It's about the, the art, pure and simple. And whatever might happen commercially, you know, I, who knows, but that's certainly not, not the goal. No, and so that's the thing that I love and appreciate the most too, because in these day, and then also speak on the fact that the dude, this guy, the butler, the cinema, Gennard, I, I feel like you might know him. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, the, like you guys are friends, maybe. So, so Gennard is uh, is my closest friend in the world. We met in seventh grade because my last name is Booth and his last name is Butler, and so we sat next to each other in class and both had the newest issue of Source Magazine with Ice Cube on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha! And ever since then, and I had already started writing rhymes from my good friend, Mike Davis, who I met in elementary school. And so he was like, wait, you rap? You know, this white kid in seventh grade middle school, you, you write rhymes? And I was like, I do. And he was like, I make beats. And so we've been making music since, you know, 92, basically, That's 93. So and, um, and he's gone by a lot of aliases. He is the producer. He's the cinema. He's also Sway Geographic. That's Sway Geographic? That's Sway Geographic. Shut the hell up. Yeah. I'm I, might be blowing, it out. I, might, I might be blowing his mystery up, up right now. <laughs> but like, um, you know, he, he is, he's, got, he's got some more, uh, you know, considerations in terms of anonymity. And, and he also, he is, he is, he is a showman, he is a performer, he's a rapper, he's a producer. He wears a lot more hats. Wow. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm just, the, I'm, the, I'm the spitter, I'm a writer. You know what I mean? I've never made a beat in my life. Yo, I've never. That's awesome though. Y'all are homies though that just made music together too though. That just has to put a little bit more icing on this cake. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's something so natural and genuine about that. It's not like you, all right, let, let's just put this right, all right. No gas, no cap, whatever y'all want to say out there. This dude has skills talking about Booth Man. And it's not like he was in a position to be like, oh, shit, well, I'm a nice artist, but I need a producer. He's got a producer as his homie. And then I, I just think it's just great. I, everybody, I think a lot of people would, in, not envy, but like would love that to be their scenario too, because the business is whack sometimes with this shit. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I can't even imagine if, if I, and it was also like, like growing up, I'd spit a verse and Gennard would be like, you understand you're like one of the best rappers I've ever heard in my life. And so he fed my confidence to just keep practicing and getting better. And I, his, his beats were blowing my mind. And so it was like reinforcing. And, and you've been to, watching uh, him make beats since, since seventh grade? Yeah, since seventh grade. I mean, since the, you know, the, the tape, you know, the little tape, the tape deck. Um, I can't wait to talk to him because I want to know about this a little bit more. Um, Cause I just started learning how to make beats and I, I wish I did it since seventh grade, but. Yeah. You know. I mean, that, that's why it's like, I, you know, for me, like the question of who, who's my favorite producer in the world. It's like, it's, it's the cinema. You know what I mean? Like to me, his beats are as hard as Kanye or Dre or anybody out there. Alchemist. 
um, and he just throws them to me, you know, off, off the friendship. So it's, it's, it's wild. And the way that it worked with the graph track, again, the cinema, um, that's the name of the track, the cinema, right? It is. We kind of, yeah, it, there's a little backstory. You know, we call we titled the track after his like producer name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it, man. So, damn, there's a lot. Of, I didn't know. I wasn't expect that. And that's good. That's good to know this. I'm going to make me run it back with different ears again. Yeah. I know you see the uh, the timer counting down on us, so I'm gonna try to ch ch uh, switch gears into like I guess find out how you feel about overall and like hip hop because this is a rapper producer podcast where typically I have my buddy on here that spits and he makes beats too. My man Sean Burns, he's absent today. Hope you're doing well, Sean. We're gonna get with you later, but you know we talk about the game a little bit too, and you know being that we're both '81 babies, I'm gonna hit you with the annoying ass cliche ass questions bro and there's no pressure just just fire off real quick yeah what are your like top five albums top five albums hip-hop albums if of you could all just time? yeah you don't have to be in any order just let me get I, them i mean so it's it's definitely gonna be reasonable doubt mm -hmm. um it's definitely going to be 36 Chambers. Mm -hmm. It's definitely going to be, I mean. It's hard. It gets hard. I know you're doing it. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's hard. You don't want to leave one I can out. Just easy, I can easy and Illmatic. <laughs> of course. So we got three. But there's like five is not enough, right? I know. And Ready to Die. Ready to Die. And then, and then for number five, I'm just going to say To Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. You know what I like to do whenever I'm asked these questions, man, because they're just fun these days. I just say, yo, I probably answered this a year ago and had different answers. I don't care. Assume me. Here it is today. Because it's like you think there, there should be some answers that are still in your ingredients, like Illmatic 36 Chambers. This is always going to be in mine, at least. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't typically put Reasonable Doubt in there because I was late to the Reasonable Doubt party, even though I love that album. Um, so me personally, I, I usually say, 36 Chambers, Illmatic. I'd be saying The Blueprint, mm -hmm. right? Because I just never forget how that joint went down on 9-11. It was kind of weird. Um, and he sold, like, big records. Uh, so we got Illmatic, Blueprint, 36 Chambers. And I like to tell people they always forget about Doggy Style, right? Snoop Dogg Doggy Style is one of the best albums, dude. Like 100%. For real, yeah. for real. And then, like, if I got to throw a quick number five out there, sometimes I like to say capital punishment to mess with people because they don't even realize how dope big pun. That joint was a fucking masterpiece. Wowzer to me. Like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You know, like, and you know what I'm saying? I look at it like that because I like to think, like, it's easy to, like, Tribe Called Quest or, I don't know, it's just hard, man. I shouldn't say that's easy. Love this rap shit. One of my homies told me it's better to do like what's your what's the best songs of all time, but I ain't got time for all that, bro. <laughs> so much music. I remember I seen Schoolboy Q. I think he put something on uh, Instagram. He's like, "Imagine having a 36 favorite rapper, y'all niggas is weirdos." Remember they had like the top 50 lists and shit. The top 50, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, those shits are just fun. That's actually the fans. That's actually the artists. That's actually the game giving back to the game, in my opinion. Just showing, like, hey, we ain't forget about you, Rascass or whoever it may be. Yeah. 
it's a it's a great way to it's a great way to think about to reflect on the on the history of hip hop too. Because I remember when that top fifty thing came out, I like actually researched every like hip hop release from the past like thirty years or something like that. Okay. And I just scanned them, so I'm looking at hundreds of releases. And I didn't even post the list. I just wanted to make my own. Right. I'm like, let me just think. Let me just think about this. And and yeah, I mean, so yeah, I think it's a I think it's a beautiful thing too to reflect on it. And and of course, the, you'll you'll never find two identical lists, you know. No. So then, let me ask you this in closing, because I feel like you might be cool with this whole. Um, I feel like you're not a what do they call them boomers? We I feel like you. I also don't think you're jamming to this new music like I might jam to it. Do you like do you like today's art like as far as like the South takeover? Do you like some of that young thug Gucci man? Do you have any guilty guilty pleasure in that in that realm? I love thug. I love thugger. Love thug. Um, I don't <laughs> I've I've fallen a little behind on like I love 21 Savage. Yeah. Um I've fallen a little behind on like um the last maybe 12 months of releases but um i like you know i fuck with the baby and um yeah i don't i'm not mad at any genre any artist any movement you know what i mean i think it's i think it's great it doesn't it doesn't always like um do it for my eardrums you know what i'm saying sometimes it does that's why i love young thug because it's like his records are like the his beat selections and what he does with his voice is like this is brilliant yeah um, different about that brother man yeah but um but no nah, i got you know i i, I don't, i'm not hating on anybody I, I i don't think this is i don't think this is a bad era for hip-hop i i, I like the the youthful movement I, i'm you know i'm with it all yeah I, I like to hear that too because a lot of uh a lot of the reason why Rashad Radio also took off too was me getting older and just wanted to be able to get my slant on what was happening. I heard a lot of people that were my age that weren't even artists just being super like condescending and negative as if there was no good music out there. And I've been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying myself as a fan of the art since day one. I mean, you just got to find what you're looking for. You know, I've been watching Griselda come up, you know, and at the same time, enjoying Young Dolph. You know what I'm saying, like. And then there are cats like Saba, you know. Saba. Oh, you know what? I think I just seen him recently was saying something where he was like, he was given. What did he do? He's in the news recently. Where is Saba from? He's from Chicago. I I didn't see anything about him being in the news, but um. Yes, he was saying like he wanted to give Eminem away or something like that, and take Nickelback or some shit like that. Yeah, he was like. He was saying some wild shit. Yeah, like he wanted to give Eminem away and and take Nickelback into the black community or some shit like that. I don't quote me, but I want to say I read that really fast. That that would be that would be surprising and weird. Um, but I, you know, nothing, nothing would um, nothing would shock me these days. I'm trying to Google it, but yeah, it's, it's not important. But yeah, his, musically, musically, he's he's incredible. Yeah. It's a strong recommend for something. Well, it's That's- two times I've seen his name this week, and you giving it to me, and I'm definitely gonna check it out, man. Yeah, man, dude, we're running out of time. I'm glad I had you on here. Glad Thanks I got that you helped me out with. These beats are stupid crazy. I'm having them sounding real nice right here. But uh, 
we got to do it again next week or if not the week after. I'm ready for y'all, man. We got to get the cinema on the, in, and we can do both of y'all in here. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, again, y'all, it's a rapper producer podcast. Got AR Booth. You see, you got the new album, Bashful Rhino, y'all. 10 tracks, straight fire. Good friend now, man. I'm feeling like it's not just, you know, an interview with somebody in Maryland right here, Mo County. Absolutely. Yo, shot. Any, Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Anytime, dude. We talk later on the regular text, all right? I'm good. Peace and love, bro. Rashad, I just want to say I love, love, love your podcast. You ain't a predator where everything is edible, where sentences are federal, compensables are fucking up commas, are moving decimals, homie just eats the vegetables. Like I don't mean to be pretentious, but everything I see is senseless. Everything I see is everything I see is everything I see.